We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group full-time. They're now their permanent family dentist. We know because those listeners, they reach out to us and thank them, and they, they send us pictures, anecdotes. They let us know they're glad they made the switch, why they're glad they made that switch. If you don't know Green Mountain Dental Group's in Lakewood, they're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro, and they are extreme Colorado sports fans just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. Make sure you schedule a cleaning and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group because you'll walk out the door with a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's an exceptional value, uh, and it's a bang-bang play. I mean, it's a win-win play, I should say. They take care of your teeth, and then they give you a tool that helps you take care of your teeth. Check out our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're the best. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Winner's Lounge. There it is. A very fun and funky Winner's Lounge, indeed. The funkiest. It is the funkiest, man. I'm telling you, this one has a lot. This one has a lot. A little bit for everybody. There's yeah. a variety pack. I don't think there's that much for fans of the New York Knicks. It's not going to be a lot for the New York <laughs> Knicks, probably. Uh, we're in my mentions for a dumb tweet I put out for fun. They found <laughs> Knicks Twitter immediately. And they came there. We're actually a force here. We have beat the Utah Jazz this year. As if right. like, I was going to be like, Bro, blown away. So many Knicks fans. There are. I never, I didn't so know many. This. Yeah, it's <laughs> It's like the East-West. We don't see it that much, you know, but They're they came out today. Right? It was pretty funny. Uh, guys, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download promo code DNBR when you sign up. And ignore. Superstar Dev wow. in the advice. Guys, no. he is in a slump. Fade it's a two game. It's only oh two boy. games, but it's a deep, deep slump. Dev, what do you have to say for yourself? It might be three games. Maybe I just keep going, giving them out, and you just fade and turn this around. I don't know. You man. keep going against the Nuggets. Like that he, is true. No, his, no, no, one, no. his lock tonight was a non-Nuggets player. This is this is not right. I don't know what's happening. Dev's beside himself. We got a lot of fun, Dev. You got time to redeem yourself. Don't worry, buddy. Over here, I've got D Line Co. That's right. Um, Nobody cared what I bet, but I won most of my bets in it. Yeah, nobody does care. Yeah, over right. over here with the backwards hat, two smoothies, so shanty, one dude. blowout, nine rebounds. Wait, oh man, wait, wait. guys, yeah. I gotta let you know, Brendan is coming in hot. I'm expecting an all-time performance from Vote tonight. Well, that's a lot of pressure. Let me just start by telling you, Facundo Campazzo is deeply important to me. <laughs> It is just as likely that I go out there and get two blocks and nine rebounds. Well, I need to understand, first off, that you said two smoothies and then right, went right into one blowout. You're talking about the game or you? <laughs> yeah, the game. Okay. Uh, is that We could start. I mean, there's so many different places we could start we on probably, this game. Honestly, what? what? We should probably start with Jokic. All right. We'll start with Jokic. We'll start with Jokic. But we're going to very quickly get to Facundo Campazzo. And I'm telling you, Vote had tears in his eyes today. He was welling up with, with, <laughs> tiny with little, happiness. Tiny little tears. There's no, it's like Jokic is, you know, I, I relate. You, you got the Listen, relation to Facundo. It's, it's important to see yourself out there in culture. So true. It's Representation so true. matters. It's, it's so true. true. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Jokic. Guys, the story of this game. And there we have a king of the game. Look at that. 32 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. I was shamed by the great Vic Lombardi when we even put this out as a... Shame. Oh, I was shamed. He called me his old Catholic nun. <laughs> it, was really, I don't, it was such a good one. I had no response. I just had to like go home. Um, but, you know, 32 points, 12 rebounds, six assists. And you might be watching this at home and think, that's a good stat line. That's not great. That happened in 12 minutes. Like, that was – I'm, I'm not serious. I, I am serious. I don't know if I've ever seen a single player put away a game that quickly. Like one guy. It was Jokic, 24 points in the first quarter. 
the Knicks have no answer for him. It's hilarious. <laughs> like we were saying that it wasn't just like, oh man, Jokic really is in his bag tonight. It's like, yo, the Knicks have. Did they, are, are they really going to try and line that dude up against Jokic? Like the whole game? Like that's their answer? It was I've, bit, I've liked Nerlens in the past too. Like dude, there's been I'm like you know he's interesting, but you he's know what, not that interesting against Jokic. I mean, obviously Jokic was just incredible. Um, Oh, from any spot on the floor. But one thing that stood out to me, and we've seen it a bit, guys, for two or three weeks now, what it looks like when Jokic gets some calls. They let him get to the line in that first quarter. And when you – I mean, he's scoring honestly. And then you, it's just what it takes to guard him is to foul him. And now yeah. that the refs have wised up and are calling that 24-point quarters, I mean, that's tier one 99th percentile stuff. I don't even think that he was, like, the player of the game. I think he was the story of the game. I really feel like he just ended the game in the game first quarter and nothing else mattered after no. that. Like, really, like, they, they were <laughs> really, they were just, like, so broken. So they were true. like, we have no idea what to do with him. Now everybody else is getting hot. They have this little dude we've never even seen <laughs> destroying us right now. Who the hell is that guy on the bench that's moving that fast? I just... He, he put it out so quickly that it was like, let everybody else Whoa. eats. Everybody eats. Such a good king of the game that we have. I don't see if you guys can see. He's got his own permanent king. Unbelievable. His permanent crown over Super here. Imposed. It's incredible. Um, oh, it's, I mean, there's some CGI. Um, okay. uh, today was a big day, man. Today, it was. Today, Jokic was recognized nationally. Today, I, I saw. Oh, man. Today, Let's I talk. saw Let's a Sports Center tweet about Jokic in a way that was. On wasn't purpose? Just, I don't think I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like it seemed like it was on purpose. They said he was the MVP. I don't know what to do with myself. Ben Stiller was talking about you. Ben Stiller. What, what a world we're in right what now. Is ben this? Stiller is out here talking about you. Although to be fair, you know Ryan Konigsberg, our homie, he has the. Uh, there's appropriate and inappropriate ways to praise Jokic, yeah, right? It wasn't so, enough. like, was that, Ben Stiller's was a little bit of a. He said something like, "He's making his MVP case." Tonight. He's making his MVP case. We're, as, so, we're such pains in the ass. Is, are, not, are we being a little like, smug? That's not enough. It's not enough. He's, he's not making, making his MVP the case. Front runner case, and it's Ben made. Yeah, he's, he's making the unanimous MVP case at the moment. Is what he's so doing. There, we told you, Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben yeah. Stiller. Have, a, yeah. have you not listened to us before? Yeah, you Unbelievable. Know what? what about Paul? He kind of sucked. <laughs> well, well, right. well, along came Paul. Along came Paul. <laughs> I really like Ben Stiller. Big, meet, really meet big fire. fan. <laughs> meet the, meet the, meet the, the fuck, oh, We need to just. Can we get some photoshops going <laughs> and just tweet him at Ben Stiller? <laughs> Something tag, but, but tag Ben Stiller Green, puns. Yeah. Um, We're such assholes. Eric, you brought up a great. So I mean, the start of this game was ridiculous. Jokic was just so like comfortable out there, and he was in a little bit of an fu mode. You know, like this was a game where he got rolling, and he was like, "No, I'm gonna make it hurt. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep scoring on you guys and make this look easy." So that when you guys go to the bench at the end of the first quarter, you're all kind of looking at each other like this is embarrassing, and that's what it was. The Knicks were embarrassed. They were at that first quarter. They were. It was one of those ones where you're like, holy, holy cow, we are in the wrong league. Um, but you brought up somewhere where I, I want to go with this. We just had Bill Simmons, one of the biggest voices right in sports, do a 45 minute podcast on Nikola Jokic just gushing about it and. This has been coming. It's like the last month has really been the coronation of Jokic, you know, as as this top tier player. He's no longer being compared to these like lesser player. He is now being compared to all time greats, and people are starting to wonder where he belongs in the story of the NBA, not just the story of like you know this or that. Like, really, could be this guy. I feel like it was meaningful, even just with I know Simmons. You know, there's a lot of different guys out there, but I felt like it was meaningful today to hear Simmons. And not just what he said about him on his platform, but the way in which he talked about him 
the impact he's having as an influencer on the league, like guys starting to copy him, the way uh, it, it, it makes you... The number one thing with Jokic that I want people to appreciate is that he makes you think about the game in new ways. And if you are a fan of basketball, that's the true joy of Jokic is so rarely... You feel like you know the game. And then every now and then someone comes along that breaks the rules so much and you're like, wow, that's Jokic. Yeah, I mean, we thought we knew what greatness looked like in its myriad forms, but there was another form I think that yep. none of us had conceived of, and yep. that's Jokic. I think what's so incredible about the Simmons thing is that he t- he actually, you could tell that he watches. It's not like him just saying anything that comes to mind or he's right. picked up a game or two. Right. You could tell Parroting like who stuff. the casual guys are because they still talk about his weight. Like, that's a thing of the past. It's been the entire year he's been in great shape. He even started showing great shape at the end of last year. So that's like just a tired one. Now he's starting to talk about how he affects the game, how everything else like works around him and how he has the impact on his teammates. You could tell he's actually watching and now he's forcing other people to watch because everybody listens to Simmons. Like you have no choice but to. So now <laughs> if he's the one that's so high on this guy, you're like, okay, let, let me see what he's actually seeing. Yeah. Let me take the time and not just say that he's fat or whatever the case <laughs> may be and actually like see like how he is doing this and you, you get to see it. Dude, our little baby's all grows up. And how about everybody like we've been talking about this for so long and like just begging people to look. Just look. Right. Look I, over here. Would you please just look? Please. And no one would do it. And like they just think that we're weird homers and that we're, you know, like nobody wants to hear it. Now people are looking and now I don't know what to do. Like now I'm a little bit like, all right. Back to our guy. Yeah, back like, hey, I appreciate how we can be long enough. <laughs> it's so true. We're such hipsters with the like, everybody give our guy respect. They give him respect. Like, we're like, oh, like you think you know Jokic? <laughs> like, we were here first. Is Jokic played out, dude? <laughs> played out. My, all my friends are texting me, wow, Jokic. I'm like, yeah, that's why I moved here. They're like, we know. <laughs> we know. Um, I thought it was really important to hear Kevin O'Connor talk about his defense. We talk about the right ways to praise Jokic. There is still, even from folks that I've thrown in the club, that are still like, but the defense. And, you know, in in the year 2021 of our Lord, you don't have to say, but but the defense anymore. And so I just thought it was the way they were talking about him um, to do it for so long, to 30 minutes on a national pod. I mean, that's like LeBron kind of type airtime. So, and I also, you guys know, I'm I'm always prowling the timeline. Like, you Between are DNVR Nuggets and me. I follow the whole Nuggets universe. There was a collective sort of today's our moment. Yep. There, he's getting his flowers. And I, I there were some victory laps today, and it was just nice to see. I'm glad you brought up the defense because tonight, a Munder, you know, you get the 97 points. And it was like, first of all, this Munder, people are going to look at it and say 97, a barely Munder. No, it was not. 12 points the Knicks scored in the first quarter. 12 points. And you look at, you know, all the steals and deflections, and Denver's been playing this way. I mean, one of the things that people are probably not realizing, and, it, and it's a testament to Jokic, a testament to Michael Malone, the organization, but the Nuggets have reinvented on the fly. They are a defensive team right now. Yes. They actually had a Munder last game, and they just happened to lose because they couldn't score enough points, but they held the Lakers to 93 points. Memphis Grizzlies, 96 points. Los Angeles Clippers, one of the best offenses, 104 points. Denver has been locking up in this new iteration of it, and to your point about Kevin O'Connor, I do think it's important that guys start to do this because... People have talked about Jokic in the same way for all these years. Whether they like him or hate him, they'll be like, "Well, he's a good passer," like right. as if that was all he was. Was this right. guy that he's like a regular? He's like um, Enos Cantor with some passing, right? Like, and it's like, oh. no, he does so many things. <laughs> well, include play defense, like very specific types of defense that he plays incredibly well. And you're right; it's all it's been the Jokic show this week. It's been fun. 
on both sides of the floor. Like, just to see how he is impacting the game and how actually the Nuggets have centered everything around their star player. It, it like, it, it makes you question not not the fact that they don't need Jamal Murray because they, they definitely do, but just the way that the Nuggets are geared towards their star player is bringing them wins. Their star player is making everyone else around them better. Their star player is locked in on both ends of the floor, and, and we've been seeing that for this entire year, and that's that's also why he's the MVP. You aren't hearing him say he's the best passing MVP or he's the best, you know, like, top big man he's actually the mvp of the entire league and he's doing it in in multiple ways and and that's been great to just see like everyone else doing it on a national standpoint to me too like there is a larger like take here and it's something that three years ago it's really funny to revisit because one of the first criticisms of Jokic from people that were conceding that he was better than we thought um was like well how do you build how do you build the right team around him? I'm sure he's good, but what a per, you know precarious, Love, tenuous. My favorite one. How, how, how do what does a ty- finals contender look like around Jokic? Well, it turns out like you have three or four different options. So if you want to load up on offense, you want to go with defense. Not hot it, enough. Not hot enough. It, yeah, it, it turns out you just put four other players around. That, that might not be four options. It right. might be literally an infinite amount of options, and he just forms it, himself to like. All right, here's what we're doing with this group. How many players are easier? to build a team around right now in the no NBA. One. Not even sure he knows Shaq Harrison's name yet. <laughs> Out here, just a perfect synergy. And, and we know it, too, because like we all got a sense of it. You, the seven, right? The seven in Utah. That was the first time you went, man, it really does not matter who's on the floor with this right. motherfucker. Yep. It doesn't. Yeah. And now we're going to see an entire like stretch of a season like that, and it's going to be one of their best stretches in three years. <laughs> it is crazy to think that the Nuggets are currently – on one of their best stretches. I mean, since the trade deadline, they've lost, I think, four times. They've lost to Boston, to the Golden State twice, and now the Lakers. They've won every other game since then, like the, the winningest team since the trade deadline. And it's kind of funny to think because it is the story you would think is they are shorthanded, they got 10 dice, but it's actually the hottest streak that they've ever had. It's just, it's wild, man. I'm enjoying this <laughs> a lot. Not me. Not me. I. I, I prefer they win in a very specific way that this no. isn't working. This is the, I mean, like, what do you, I don't know. I mean, th- we've entered a realm of sports fandom here, watching the Nuggets, where, like, I, I mean, I don't even know what, I don't know what this is. Like, I, I'm, I'm full of expectation and loathing and dread and hope and fear. Like, but I also am supremely confident on every night, but, it, I, but I'm still like, you know, always weighed down by nug life and uh, but Jokic has made me feel like um you know like they just it's an it's a new era like 2000 it's a new era man. so 2015-16 is Jokic better than Jalil Okafor that was it 2016 <laughs> we answered that is that yes or no 2007 <laughs> so if we just do this by the last year of the season 2017 is he better than Porzingis 2018, is he better than Carl Anthony Towns? That one was tough, too. That was a tough mountain to climb, the Carl Anthony Towns one. 2019, like, can he be an all-time nugget or this or that? I don't know. You know, whatever. But we're actually at the point. Like, if you ask, where are we right now? It's, is this guy, Tim Duncan, as George Carl on the show earlier this week said, he's this era's Tim Duncan, which I happen to believe. I don't think, people have said, you know, Gasol or, or even Dirk or this or that. I'm sorry, he's this year's. This era is Tim Duncan, which means he's either the premier or co-premier. I mean, Duncan and Shaq were the two guys of their era. He's either the premier or co-premier big man of this era. But that means that he's one of the best of all time conversation right now. And That's it, the next and, goalpost. And, and isn't that, that the next conversation? 
Like he's he's got to all of these because all those checkpoints are yes, 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 yes. They're definitive. So now it's like if the next is is he one of the best or should he be considered one of the best of all time? What are we watching? That's the next stop, right? That's why he just doesn't know what to say with himself. He doesn't (laughs) know what to do. I know the fact that he did this against the New York Knicks and all of. New York City was watching because they're all jazzed up about their their little knickerbockers that they're coming back <laughs> and they're they're winning nine in a row against the Eastern Conference and you just see like no that's what this looked like no like yeah. no like dude this is what an MVP performance looks like this is what the dominant player in the league looks like well the, the main account or the the Nuggets Twitter account today DNVR Nuggets Twitter account dunked on some guy that said Julius Randle's about to show Jokic what the MVP really looks like it's like you're right they did have their chest yeah, out like hey yep Technically Facts. true. They did show oh, it. It looks like Nicole Jokic. <laughs> Through that, throughout this entire game, I was watching the game, and then I was checking Stephen A. Smith's uh, Twitter to oh. see if they had not a, not a peep, nary a peep. You know what? Though he might tomorrow. I tomorrow, mean, like Simmons. No we, we're just checking off the guys. Like oh, yeah. Nick Wright. We're like a week away from Nick Wright no, man, being. Like, I will, I will even say Stephen A. Smith did it after the Gordon trade. He did the whole yeah, watch out yeah, for the Nuggets did. thing. Yeah. Look, we're we're past it. Like the, the injuries happened, but outside of that, it, these are not the cute. These are not the fun up and coming nuggets. No. And this is not the oh, is Jokic better than we thought? This is is he the best player on the planet? Yeah. And and as the ringer did this week, they did the, the, their ranking of the best players in the world and Jokic was number one. Dev is he's not I don't like to anoint guys there when their career's over, but I just want to put the goalposts and say this. Do you think do you expect Jokic to be one of the best I don't know? 30 players of all time like is that a realistic goal for him 20 what are we talking here absolutely <laughs> absolutely because really he he already became the best passer of all time now he's starting best to passer like, whoa sorry sorry the best passing big man okay of all time. Of all passer. Time. whoa like magic johnson was all right passing i mean i'm ready to have it but, it <laughs> but also now he's adding he's, more he's parts up there but i don't think come on there's adding more parts to his game and also he's just now getting honestly he's now it. in shape and he's He's adding pieces to his game that were not there before. So he's not even at his peak yet. That's scary for the rest of the league and to know that he has more years in him. And that's that's doing it every single night. Like he's not even at that part of his career where he gets to take a few nights off because he has been doing so well. Like he's doing this every single night and it's not he's not even motivated yet. Like he really just he wants to just be better. And and that's not like knowing that I'm the best player in the entire world. Next year, he's going to say, I'm the best player in the entire world. I have to prove it every single night and show you guys that I'm the best player in the world. Right now, he's just playing basketball, the thing that he loves the most. There might although, be crazy. Although, super, super cool super chat here about this. What do you got? It says 10 and 2. After, okay, are you mic'd up, Gail? No. 10 and 2 after the Murray injury. This team is my inspiration. Never give up. So true, man. It's they true. are Thank inspiring. That's what's so they cool are. about they it. They are, yep. They're very inspiring, including the guy we're going to talk about next here coming up. But I think Jokic is making the, a new rule around the league. No skinny guys. I'm serious. Like all these teams are like, yeah. we got to be at the center position, fast and versatile and this or that. And now it's like, well, if you go against Jokic with your skinny, fast, versatile big, oh, he's yeah. going to get dunked into the hoop every single... Jokic, by the way, four dunks tonight. Was that what it was? In the first quarter, which was a career Yeah, then he high. just didn't even try. So um, Remember when Andy Bailey was on our show and he said out loud... 
on the air, probably for the first time in history, Ooh. that Jokic might be a top 30, top 20 player. I thought he said top 10. I think, I th- he, said, I think he said top 20, top 15. Okay. Because he talked to him about him as like fifth or sixth center, right, yeah. behind the, the Mount Rushmore guys. Look, we've said this in private. We right, haven't of course, said it of course, of course. Like I mean, he yeah, he, And he came out with it, and, we, and, you know, as far as public takes go, lava hot at the time. Lava. It's, it's approaching room temperature, folks. And that's also not just something that he just now picked up on. Like... I remember us going to the arena and sitting with him, and he he was already yeah. on that. Like he was saying the same things that we had been saying. Yeah. He he been joined the club. Right. This is not new for him. Like he he truly does believe that, and I love when he comes out with all those um, tweets and stats where he's like putting two guys together and like it's like a career number, and then everybody else that's unbiased voted, and it's like up oh, you chose you chose Jokic again. This time versus Shaq at the same year. This time versus Michael Jordan. Like he's right. putting them against all these historic players in, in their years, and he's having a better year right now. He'll, so, he'll, some of it with Jokic is you have to watch him every night, you yes. know, because that's why it's like, oh, he's a good passer, he does this or that. But when you watch him every night, it's like, what does the team need? That's what he's doing. Totally. And I think that's what's happening now is he's been at this long enough, and he's people are starting to catch more and more games that over time it's like, you know what? He's actually really in control of everything. Right. Yep. Right. It's true. I mean, every now and again, he'll have. A, I mean, it hasn't been lately, but every now and again, he'll have a game where he's like not scoring a ton, but that he's getting everybody involved. Right. The assists are way up. This is currently are down because, as was right. pointed out, like he, now he's playing with a point guard, like an actual right. ball domin- uh, non-scoring first point guard. Although tonight, like Faku was the scoring first yeah. point guard, but. Um, you're right. Like you just see the different sides of Jokic, and it takes watching him on any given night to just realize exactly like you're saying. He just does what is required of him. We've said it a million times, but to actually see it play out, to know that going in, and, and just say like, "Oh wow!" I mean, this guy. This we're guy we're just, one Faku offensive foul away from like the vibes just being like insanely immaculate. Dude. I mean, like, <laughs> and this really comes down to like, you know, can he ach- achieve these things historically, and, and like. The next step for him in the present is he a title guy, and I yeah. think that's where read into my confidence in him finishing in that top thirty. Where you will, I think Jokic is of course good enough to win a title, um, and I think it might happen. So he does need to do that. He does need to win. There's but. title guys, and then there's guys that like don't need the perfect team to win a title. Yep. They're so good that they can carry multiple versions. Yeah, yeah. Jokic, I mean, we'll find out. Time will tell. Time it's will tough tell. in Denver, We're but he looks like out. a guy that anything could happen. Um, let's take a break because on the other side, we went long on Jokic as he deserves, guys. But in the second segment, we're going to have to go long on Faku. I know, dude. Argentina, like, stay up. Don't go to bed yet. Th- this is like a hype cat, but this is just like a... Uh, we were just like a, mas- a massage cast. Like, first Jokic, <laughs> right into... Oh, now Faku. we're getting down to the foot massage we'll, we'll, portion listen, of this? <laughs> listen, Kale, I hate to boss you around, but you might have to fire me up a Rocky shot for this Faku segment. Oh, right? oh boy. Let's, Holy let's talk about... Uh, let's, let's cool ourselves off, though. Go we'll right. get a cigar. Well, yeah, let's talk about cigar. something cool cool and refreshing. All right. Of course, I'm a talking about... Rest, if you will. <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Um, also, the official seltzers of DNVR, as you know, they've introduced their seltzer line. Comes in that beautiful King Jokic MVP 15 pack. They've got apple, pear, cherry, peach, berry, and honeydew. Head to the Breck Beer Locator to see where the closest 15 pack of sel- Breck seltzers is to you and pick one up. Um, we've all tried them, they're all dope. Remember, the farmhouse is open, socially distanced. If you're more comfortable at home still, you can order curbside pickup from 12 to 8. You can get beer delivery from the Drizzly app. Or just head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers or Costco. Or even better, come to the DNVR bar. We have so much Breckenridge brew. 
Uh, order the delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. for pickup and use code DNVR to save $5. Support our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Let's go. That was it? No, no oh. more. Uh, it's like that was fast. I've got an honest question for you, Adam, for you specifically. It's 2021, bro. Why have you not trimmed your ball hair yet? That's well, what it says on the copy. Well, first off, yeah, hold on. No. What is going on here? First time. That was very aggressive. How do you know? Yeah, how do you I know? don't. I'm just reading <laughs> a script. You know what? I am a manscaped guy, so fear oh. not. All right, oh. fair enough. Well, we just lost half our audience. <laughs> uh, if you're not a manscaped guy yet, you have to try out the best products from our sponsor. Uh, after using these life-changing products, you're going to want uh, to join the Ball Sack Beauty Contest. I'm looking out for you, too, because I also have a 20% yeah. off discount using code yeah. DNVR at manscaped.com. My computer's uh, not plugged in. It's about to die. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof, cordless body trimmer. It's got an LED light. You really can't cut yourself with that thing. Uh, Yeah, with a Perfect Package or Performance Package purchase, you get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a 39 value add, uh, and the patented High Performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. I also have those. They're also pretty dope. So do yourself a favor and uh, get 20% off in free shipping using code DNVR at manscaped.com. Oh, man. Are you guys ready for the Argentinian portion of the podcast? I'm a little uncomfortable, frankly, that we were talking about this being a massage cast. I was. We went right into that Manscaped ad. It's that a, really was. Sort of a hard <laughs> left. It was a hard left. Um do you want to take your shot? We should have gotten you some like wine from uh, yeah, you should from, from Mendoza. Be, you need like a tiny like a tiny little shot glass with a with a neck and a like a, a little for wine. Uh, you know, help, help me. I think Argentinians. I think Mendoza is where the wine, the Argentinian wine, comes from. But I'm not sure. It might be Cordoba. I think it's Mendoza. I think it's, it's the liquor. You know, guys. I've uh, I've enjoyed basketball. I've enjoyed watching basketball for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never really enjoyed playing it because sure. I'm vertically challenged. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that wasn't an excuse for everybody. And, you know, I, I watch the league and back. I watch all these star players, Ooh. some of my favorite cultural role models. Preach. And they, and they make these great plays. And then what do they hit him with? He's too small. Oh. Get him off. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I've said it myself. I believe that in my heart. Like the little <laughs> folks don't have a place in the NBA. They, don't they, have, they barely have a place here on earth. Yeah. What are you here to tell them? You know who has a place in the NBA? Who? Facuno. Oh, damn, Composo. The tiny king to end all tiny kings. Was he an NBA player? Yeah, it turns out he was an NBA player. He is the tiny king, man. He is a high-impact player. He's a winning player. Our friends down south were right. I'm sorry I doubted for a very brief window. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, greatness comes in all shapes and sizes, fellas. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing. all right, it's contained. It's in a smaller role. But this is a third-string point guard, $6 million contract. Contract the value they're extracting. That's insane. This is relative yeah. greatness, baby. This is greatness. Oh, it's all about oh, the value, it, man. I mean, look, <laughs> a guy that size to get two block shots and nine rebounds, like that guy. I'm telling you, he's the toughest man on earth. He really is the toughest man on earth to be able to, to, to like be willing to do this. I mean, seriously. I mean, he's pr- he can't be taller than five nine. I know he's listed oh, at five sure, ten. Yeah, he's probably yeah. five eight. You know what's gonna tiny. be terrible is that when you actually go to interview and him, he's two inches taller and he than me. Towers him. over you. <laughs> I, I already went through this with Isaiah Thomas though. They can really stretch the heights, but yeah. I don't know, man. He's just, to get nine rebounds in two blocks is actually incredible, and that's actually a big physical New York team. You so. know what? You can still go to the gym tonight after the report card and still do it with Faku did because. He comes out with, it, with with writing today. He comes out with his own article. That's so true. And then he has That's a huge true. night. I know. He, you know, he has a article. huge night after. Like, uh, you are Compazzo, and well, Compazzo is you. Well, I'll there take it. There it goes. It. I was going to say, I mean, it's got to feel bad that 
he's outriding you. He's out at yeah, a certain so point. Do, at certain wow. point, like, do you start to feel? Come like, on, Eric. Angry? You don't read my grades. You don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> uh, Dev, let me ask you. I feel like from Faku is having an incredible rise right now. If you look at him from the first half of the year, he did struggle. I mean, he was very up and down, and he hit a part where he was down almost every night. But I feel like over the last month, he has just gotten better with each game, including tonight, which might be his best game of the year. Oh, I think that this was his best game of the of the year. And also, the rise came came with what the Argentinians were telling us in the first place. <laughs> Give him the ball and let him right. create. Put him in a spot where he can do whatever he wants to and good things that happen around him. And they, I mean, it, it was forced that yeah. he, they had to put him in this spot. But now that he's here, he's he showed you guys, like, this is what I am. And also, you have to tip your hat to the Tiny King because he, he wasn't saying, like, no, like, I'm not playing in my right spot. Like, I'm not playing well because I'm, <laughs> I'm coming off the ball as a small guard or you guys are forcing me to shoot the ball and, and not putting me where, like, I can actually, like, shine. He's just is like, okay, I'm going to do whatever you guys need me to do. Every single night, I'm going to bring the energy. And now it's I'm, I've been saying it's not only the energy. He's showing that he is a complete basketball player, a real basketball player. Tonight, he, he grabs boards as a small guard. He gets a block as a small guard. He sets guys up. He's scoring. He's shooting a three. He's also, like, showing that he's, like, getting better every single game, every single night in this is this is wild to see, and I know how we feel about Jokic is how everyone you know from his home country feels about their guy. Like this is exactly what he said he's he a, would do, and this is what it is. He's a great representative, you know. Like I mean, Argentinians have to be so proud, like because he's we, easy to root for. Man. Argentinians feel about Faku the way we feel about Jokic. And yeah, we have, we've, we've we have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> Jokic just showed up, and he, they're actually like Dude. he's actually one of them. Michael Porter's ours, so we have like the full like, <laughs> like the we've trio like of claimed so many things that like we feel pride over. I can't even imagine. I, we really I gotta bring in the Canadians. You know, we haven't we haven't successfully taken the Jamal Murray Canadians. Hey, Argentinian friends, send me send me some links. I gotta watch some full games. This guy must have whipped, <laughs> this guy must have whipped so much ass. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, but he's just getting better and better. And and defensively, you know, I honestly think his defense might be the best part of his game. Like if you had to rank what he brings to the table, I think just the defensive intensity, focus, the fact that he now has back to back f games with five steals. You don't get steals can happen by luck, but like you don't get multiple steals by luck. You sure as hell don't get five. That guy gets his hand when him, Shaq Harrison, and Jokic are on the court together. I just feel like the, uh, the offenses, opposing offenses, are just like in constant chaos. He's a great um, gambler, in my opinion. I know sometimes yeah, he, he gambles too much, but I think he gets away with it a lot. Um, and I think he also knows that like sometimes he can be in the right position and a catch-and-shoot three still goes right over his hands anyway. He can have more impact by by trying those things every now and then. And and I also, like not even joking, I straight up think sometimes the other teams don't see him coming, like yeah. in passing lanes and for the help. You're not wrong. And, and like there, there's just so much uh, in this league and in this world about confidence and just feeling comfortable. Faku came into this to this league not not knowing if he belonged, and like right. you see him slowly start to build that confidence up, build that confidence up. He starts to play with the swag, like we talk about. I mean, we saw it again, or we saw it tonight with Austin Rivers too. He starts to feel comfortable, like starts to play the way that he knows he's able and has been playing his entire career. So for Faku, like being foisted in this position where you know, unfortunately, all of these guards went down, it just put him in a place where he's like, okay. 
It's Faku time, baby. And I'm so impressed because there's a lot of guards that have success in Europe that never want to leave because they're the top of the, the top, whatever. And Faku was, and he came here. And w one of the things that was interesting about his blog post today, from the translation, of course. So I mean, there's probably a little bit lost here, but he said that like he's playing a lot more than he ever thought he was going to this year, which tells me he he left being the star there to come here to not be a star and to really have to struggle. He said in year one, as if like year one was just going to be a red shirt almost, you know, sure. or whatever. And that just tells you like guys that are willing to do that one lose money. Like he had to forfeit money to come here and then be willing to just like take one year where you're just the like the lowest guy on the totem pole. Then that you know that's that's impressive. And the fact that now he's in this position and performing and being an asset, I just you know I'm just so impressed with him and I'm I'm so excited to root for him. Like I know that there might be some big tests in a playoff series still ahead for him. We're gonna find out. But you know what? Like I feel with Jokic and the rest of the Denver Nuggets, I'm like, I don't don't tell me what the odds say. I don't care. Oh. He's gonna beat the odds. Like hey, you weren't a Star Wars guy. What is that? May the fifth be with you. Well, don't tell what me the that odds? references to. I'm gonna tell What are the odds? Chat, you know. Don't <laughs> the, tell me the odds. What are the odds of Star Wars? Han Solo says, never tell me the odds. <laughs> Sounds like a good line. I just said that. <laughs> this is embarrassing. For a variety of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's such a difficult question to answer. Yeah, I have no a, idea, man. <laughs> Ty, Lawson, I don't know. Ty Lawson was great. Yeah, he was really quick. His mind is like his mind is somewhere else. Like that that's deep thinking. <laughs> that's deep thinking. <laughs> Are you making fun of Eric here? Um, I mean, sorry, like, one more thing. And this guy's a good player, right? I'm just trying to make a specific point. The Phoenix Suns, right? One of the very best teams in the league. Their third string point guard is Javon Carter. And like he's a great player, but he's actually Faku esque. He's Faku-esque, Faku but, but like in the small minute defensive impact roles. Like, could you actually ask Javon Carter to come in and play right. quality starting point guard minutes so for one of the best teams in the league? It's unlikely. So I really think we shouldn't lose perspective on how much value the Nuggets are extracting from this player. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild, man. It's pretty wild. I, any other notes we have on Faku tonight or any anywhere else you I mean, I just, go? I, I just I just like him. I do too. He's a good player. I do too. I'm glad I, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm on that side with this. Um, the other guy that needs a, a huge shout out tonight. And bo by the way, before we go any further, guys, I just want to read you a note I have from Harrison Wynn in the group chat. I don't know if you guys oh, saw I this. Saw it, I Harrison Wynn, who's at Ball Arena, says, "Holy shit, these quotes are fire!" <laughs> so in segment three, when Harrison comes on, that's a great hook. Stay tuned. You don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. It sounds like a great Stay locker room. Stay tuned for fire quotes being delivered with a very straight face, <laughs> yeah. very, very professional demeanor. <laughs> I can't wait for it. Um, Austin Rivers. Dude. I have. I'm, I'm telling you, this is. I'm an Austin Rivers stand. Like I really am. I, ever in. since I'm that in. post game, I, I was a stand. I just didn't know if he could make shots. But tonight, he had a chip on his shoulder. Knicks cut him. He had a chip on his shoulder. He goes out there tonight, and boy, did he deliver! Six of nine from the three point line. The three Twenty five point points line. on thirteen shots. Um, he three steals for him. Three assists. Three rebounds. Like. Not great. only, you know, he fit into the culture and that he's had that every night, but tonight he also delivered the thing I thought he was going to bring, which is scoring and shot making. Doesn't really matter. The Knicks traded him to OKC. Who traded him, and then, yeah, that's it right. It is a revenge right. game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And to him, it feels the same. Like, ask him if there's a difference. And you could tell tonight, I mean, you that's the most aggressive we've seen Rivers by a country mile so far. Some would call him a bucket. Oh, who would well. do that? That was, uh, that was Michael Bucket Jr., actually. Yeah, I think some was the would first. call him a bucket. But honestly, him hitting all those shots and like his confidence being 
he looked at the bench every single time. You can't say that this wasn't a game that he had circled for whatever the case may be. Trash talking, um, getting to his spots, not overly aggressive, even though he was very aggressive. That that was what the Nuggets needed for him. Like that, when you when you think about why they brought him in, it was to score. And tonight he scores. He hits the three ball, uh, gets to his spots. He fit in perfectly, and and hopefully he he looks at this game and says, "This is how I could unlock myself. This is how I could fit in with these guys." And with with PJ not there, that he really had to step up and fill a, a different type of role. So <laughs> maybe they have to go through him right now, dude. It's I was just thinking about that, like that, like that role on the Nuggets is like the uh, ready for this one. The drummer for Spinal Tap. Like, oh, it's <laughs> right. in that it's Barton, it's PJ. It's oh, like, it just keeps going. It's just like it, the, it, it's going to be somebody who at some point seems to befall some terrible tragedy. Somebody else just steps up right in their place and is, uh, you know, just delivering. Like we're just getting such. I mean, another uh, another tip of the cap to Timothy Conley. Like he just picks up guys, man. He gets Shaq Harrison. He gets Austin Rivers off of the scrap heat. He he gets these guys that all come in and they all contribute. Like yeah. he just only gets players. It's crazy. I want to mention Aaron Gordon tonight because he goes 0 of 6 and I thought he actually had a pretty rough game especially in that third quarter. But the reason I want to bring him up is because in the pre pregame with Michael Malone, uh you know, he mentioned Aaron Gordon as being a guy who has no ego. And I just here, – here's the thing about it. The Nuggets did fine tonight offensively. They did a great defensively, fine offensively. Gordon is, I think, going to probably always be a guy that frustrates you on offense. And we always we all remember Wilson Chandler scoring zero points in that game 82. He guarded Butler great. He did a great – he did his job. But guys are always going to look at the, like, did you score and did you produce? And rightfully so. He needs to provide you more than zero points like he did tonight. He needs to provide you more than zero six shooting. But the one thing I'll say is that he only took six shots tonight. He is – I do think that he is a largely egoless player, and he provides something to Denver not having an ego and being willing to do that defensive work. And I just wanted to get that out, even though this was a pretty bad game for him. Yeah, it's it's the field goal attempts column more than the field goals made that I've had my eye on with Gordon since he got here. Um, and, and even since Jamal Murray went down, you know, the field goal attempts column has been controlled and contained. And he's certainly not treating this like, now I got to be the second guy. Um, and, and from the day one that he got here, he was pretty clear that he wants to commit to some very specific things with the Denver Nuggets need. So... I really don't think he can get enough credit in that regard. And if, yeah, if he does not play tonight, or just say like before he got here, who who gets the Julius Randle right. um, assignment, yep. and who's able to actually slow him down? And it wasn't like it was just like a, a one like Aaron Gordon stopped him, but it it it, be, it was able to they were be able to create a field because they have a guy that can offer resistance for a little bit of time. He's also strong enough to keep guys off of him with the length as well. And then from there, it's just like, I'm doing what I have to do defensively. If you guys could do what you guys can do on offense, I can do my job. But also with him, it's the ability that guys can't come in and just know that they're going to have a good night. Yeah. This would have been a night that Julius Randle would have walked in and said, like, this is going to be an easy 35, oh, dude. 40 points for me. We might not win, but I'm going to have a night. Tonight he doesn't do that. And in the way that he was, like, corralled for the whole night, the way that they were sending double teams, he's a they're able to do things that they've never really been able to do. 
Um, even with Paul Millsap, you know, a couple of year, years ago, they just weren't able to defend at the same level that they are right now because he is so athletic. He is so strong. He is so long. And it's just so different. So the offense isn't there, but he, no. he he's still not shooting every single time, and and he he's content. I'm surprised you're not saying this with like contempt in your voice, where you're like, "Ag locked up." Julius Randle. Yeah. He single-handedly. A lot of people would come in here thinking Millsap he had a too. Huge I mean, Millsap <laughs> drew the assignment. I think out of the gate, he but yeah, a lot yeah. of doubles too. But. Yeah, a lot of doubles. A lot of a lot of stuff. I want to talk about Michael Porter, though, too, tonight. 7 of 12 for him. He goes 17 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Another great, efficient night, 3 of 6 from the three-point line. Um, he was at shooting guard tonight. You know, I mean, this is the thing about it is is he had to move out of position and do this or that. And I don't know if it was a super memorable game from him because Jokic was cooking so much early that we were like, it was five minutes before Porter even touched the ball. Then he drained a three. But it's... You know, still his ability to remain efficient and, and do these things still impressed. I thought he had a good night. Uh, everyone loves when we shout out individual single game plus minus. Yeah, let's go. Michael Porter Jr., team high plus 24. I think there's going to be a lot of those. See, um, but be- yeah, so with me, with Porter, is I, Dev was the first guy to say that, you know, maybe Porter's good games look differently than we think. Maybe it's more like these 20 and 7s. I really thought for at least a year or two he would be a boomer bust guy. And I think to, mm. to think, okay, like, he didn't have his fingerprints all over this one, but then you double check seven of 12, 17, six and three, three assists tonight. Like that's, those are really quality supplemental, you know, box scores See, uh, minutes. Well, here's my, this is like always my question. Maybe, maybe I still just don't get it. But when we were talking about how Michael Porter jr. Needs to be played at the power forward to be effective. It's like he, the way he played the game looked exactly the same. He was technically at the two, but he's still like he plays the game exactly the same. It's just like who he matches up on defensively on the other side. And I think that's the big thing about it. And tonight, you know, R.J. Barrett picked up fouls in the first 30, 30 seconds of the game. R.J. Barrett's already fouled out. Like, R.J. Barrett got put in the torture chamber. He had a rough one. <laughs> well, this is one note I'll have about Aaron Gordon. You know, he didn't get the points. He drew a lot of fouls tonight. Early on, the game plan, like, and I say early on, I mean the first like three minutes of this game, was to keep, because Denver was so huge tonight, Millsap, Jokic, Gordon, and Porter on the court, that they were going inside to Gordon because they would put the smallest guy on him, and he just drew fouls. Like, Gordon... D- Gordon knows what to do. Like, I'm in this position tonight. All right. And drew a bunch of fouls. And that's part of why Jokic had so many points. They were in the bonus with six minutes to go in the first quarter. Great point. Largely off of Aaron Gordon fouls. So um, he did he did some good stuff. Any other players we need to talk about tonight? JaVale McGee. Yeah, he definitely played. Nothing? Nothing of note? I'm, I, I, you have, anything I, have, I have like Not really. 30 seconds on Shaq Harrison. All right. I... He's a guy you watch play defense the way you watch other guys play offense. Yeah. He he is truly fun yeah, to just he is key locked in, in on. Locked, locked in. in. And like his signature move is I'm gonna take the ball from you now when you aren't looking. <laughs> like that's a fun signature move. So it's fast. a good one, yeah. Stealing the ball. Stealing the ball. <laughs> no, but it's really like we, you heard all these things about Shaquille Harrison. I certainly haven't followed him for an entire season before. His hands are remarkable. And yeah. to do what he does without drawing fouls, it's it's really fun to watch. You made an earlier point too. Him in combination with Composo, they can be little terrors out there. Can't oh, they? Imagine going the up year. against them. I'm serious about that. Imagine having to go up against those two. Mm, no it's fun. just pain the whole time. I mean, he is a viper, man. Shaq Harrison is like the way he that you're talking about watching him on defense. I do because you could see when he's like he's about to go like he'll he's playing defense and he's using the peripherals and you know he's just waiting for the moment to go in and get it and he gets it, Yo. pokes it, steals it, whatever. Ever just so often. Both he and Faku did that. 
tonight where they just waited for the guy to turn. Yeah. They just went around the other side, picked it clean. Fuck and with- then you've got Jokic, too, who's just cookie monster oh out God. there. And it's like teams are – I'm telling you, the Knicks were fumbling the ball all night. Yeah. Oh. One one guy I kind of want to just stop on real fast is Jermichael. He did not have a good uh, Why you got to bring a bad no, stuff? No, it's not it. a bad vibe <laughs> thing, but it was just such a bad game. And Ugh. it was just – I, it was uncharacteristic of them to like take so many shots and like not see of them, any of them fall and to keep shooting. So that was like my one like I don't know what ha- what Dude, happened. I there. put on Twitter like he and Paul uh, he and Dad like all they do is mess up what should be <laughs> amazing posters. Like they oh have these dunks God. where they're like you're like oh. If I could <laughs> first of all he can't dunk those man those are, like he's doing exactly what try. he's supposed to. Try. He's trying to get fouled in the act of dunking I think. But it looks so good. Like, it does look good. Your yeah, highlight tape. With I'm that. telling you if he gets one of these it's gonna be the biggest tonight when that happened everybody tweeted at me they're like Adam there it is the almost dunk I'm like yeah it's what he's trying to do. If I could get greedy I mean right now oh. it's just every time this team wins you're like sick. But if I could get greedy, love to see Jamichael Green have a nice stretch here before the that playoffs. Would be, that would be a nice. It's just, it'd bad. Be, be good for him. Be good for the vibes. I, I, I don't. It's it's kind of been downhill since Dude, that Jokic quote. I would quote. love. <laughs> I know, right? I'd love to see him play like he did at the beginning of the season. We were like Jeremy Grant. Who? Like, what yeah, are we doing? Yeah. Unbelievable. Why? Why are we even worried about this? And I think he's a good player too. Like, obviously, that was probably too far. But I think he can help you win win a playoff series. <laughs> Definitely think so. I mean, I had a who was another guy I wanted to go. Oh, I know where I was going to go. The Nuggets win by twenty tonight, or almost twenty. But you know why they didn't win by thirty? It's because I want somebody to look up Bull Bull's net rating in the last ten games because he's gotten into garbage time a lot. What would you guess? Bull Bull played five minutes. What would you guess he was a plus minus tonight? Well, it's got to be minus ten if you're talking minus about eleven. There we go. And every I feel like this is the the third or fourth straight garbage time. Not that it matters, but the third or fourth garbage straight garbage time that that group Marcus Howard, Chad Char, Bull, Zeke Naji didn't get in tonight because he's been injured. But they get in there and they're minus ten in two minutes. Doesn't it feel like this has happened a lot? It, it has. It's not a big deal, but it's like I think it's just because of how how much they want to score. They're, yeah, they're not, you're right. especially bull. They do not care about defense at all because they want to hurry up and get back to the other spot. They like we don't have much time here. <laughs> We're only here because it's a blowout. Yep. No one's going to be super mad if you know we just it's, keep on going. They didn't go, count go, on go, old go. Adam over here though. Mar- Marcus Howard or Bobo, Bo, who's who's trying to shoot the most when they're out oh, there. Bobo knows that everyone wants him. To yeah, like, he knows he's going to be on Sports Center if he has one good yeah. play. Marcus Howard, if you Nick fans do not know who Marcus Howard is. Yeah, for sure. Everyone knows Bobo. Also, Nick fans don't know who Marcus Howard. Is. Marcus Howard, like <laughs> Marcus Howard, needs needs a stretch like something for a reel more than like Bobo. Bobo sure. has a, a reel. He's People got a are going to take yeah. flyers, but like, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. The Marcus Howard NBA experiment could be like a very brief one. Like he needs, right, right, he, probably will. He be, really yeah. needs to see some. I shots feel go like down. we need, yes, like he needs to feel like Austin Rivers felt tonight. Where like he just get, I mean, this dude just absolutely scored and scored and scored in college, and like the so funny, the dude. rim has not changed. Like he's missing <laughs> wide open shots in garbage time. In garbage time, so he's, he's pressing. Obviously, like I want. I mean, I would love for him to just get out there. Like you said, see if you go through, and then because his stroke looks like it should be amazing. No, no, he reminds uh, me of Eric Green. Remember him? Yeah, yes. yeah, the shooter. Like, yeah, they were insane scores in college. That league is just so much different. It's Where was Eric Green? Where did he play? Boston College. Okay, okay. or maybe Virginia Tech. 
It's just so hard it's at that ACC size, for man. Sure. I think it's maroon color. I think so. All right, one of those two. All right, well, let's hit another break. On the other side, we're gonna get to Harrison Win. Get some fire oh quotes. Vibes might oh, be immaculate. Can't wait to see fired up Harrison. I can't either, man. I, think he'll take a I don't know off. if he's gonna get fired. Oh yeah, you're probably yeah, right. He might be. He might be. It was, it was, it was be. so. <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Illegal Pete's is back. Brief air horn. And we are so pumped to have them on board again. As some of you may know, the pandemic shut down a lot of restaurants. And, of course, Illegal Pete's was one of them. But they're back in action. They've been back in action for a while now. And we couldn't be happier done back. to be uh, back in this partnership with our homies. As you know, out of Mario, this eats Illegal Pete's like at least once a week. And sure. I could be underselling it. So if you're not sure what to, to get on that menu, just DM him. Just unsolicited (laughs) advice. Um, There's an ongoing promotion at all locations that offers a free draft beer or house mark with the purchase of an adult entree. When the guest shows a same-day ticket to any event, you go into a Nuggets game, maybe you should go to Illegal Pete's. They've launched party mugs, party margs, excuse me, during the pandemic. Those are 32 ounces of house margaritas, Holy which smokes. is four times the normal size of a house mark. That is, that is my idea of a party. Yeah. Wow. And also, uh, you guys probably know this. Sorry, they have a good but, vibe, man. But queso. They've got some really, really good queso. Really good. Ooh, they got really a good, good vibe, queso. dude. It's cool Check vibe. out their six Very locations. Colorado. The stir, dude. Illegal peeps. Very Colorado, man. The stir. We also got to talk about our friends and our presenting sponsors, too. The homies at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, I should say, America's top-rated sportsbook. The hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. Uh, they grow in excitement Canelo. and anticipation. This weekend is no different with two of the sports' most respected fighters stepping into the ring Saturday night. Like There's no better place to get Canelo in on a healthy action Hispanic. than with DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> America's top-rated sportsbook app. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users. Who, who wants to guess? Who wants to guess? $1 into... 55. 55. Oh, you're right. Got you guys, it. Boom. You guys must have read the ad copy. I Sorry, never do. do. So, um, Jeff Kings is offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. So to celebrate this weekend's huge event, uh, all you got to do is pick a fighter to win. And if they do, you get $55. Really easy. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all users can bet $1 to win $55 at this weekend's main event. That's right, $1 for $55. If that sounds like a no-brainer to you, that's because it is one. They designed it that way. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And, got one more. Uh, Hit that yeah. like button while he does this. Let's see more. if we can get. Come let's on, see if bros. what will happen first. Stick you speed. We get to three hundred likes or vote oh. finishes the ad read. It's a real challenge. Yeah, and if we and if the likes win, we'll uh, dunk uh, Brennan's head in the toilet like in uh, junior uh, high. All right, give him a swirl. Yeah. You want to see yeah. Brennan get a okay. swirl? You better read this really quick. We <laughs> 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 can save twenty five percent off your first purchase <laughs> oh, at Strava Craft Coffee when you use Strava Craft Coffee when you use code DNVR twenty five. Not only do we love what Strava tastes like, and we pretty so much run out of coffee, uh, run off of coffee here, but it's also CBD infused, and it helps with so many ailments. It's different for everyone, so check out the reviews. You'll be blown away with people's different stories, anecdotes about how much Strava helped them. For me, it has really helped with my anxiety, and of course, as Eric knows, my IBS. They deliver straight know. to your door, and you can also subscribe and save twenty percent off every purchase for life. So you so head to StravaCraftCoffee.com today. It's Try out their close. delicious CBD infused coffee and use code DNVR25 at checkout. Uh, uh, 243. Close. What's wrong with you? You don't like uh, some good old fashioned bullying? Uh, <laughs> uh, Time all right. changed. We've got a couple super chats to catch up on. Oh, perfect. Let's do that. Uh, super chats. From Brian. Oh, my homie. Uh, my fellow Northsiders. Is he Brian? Did you just lose him? 
Oh, Kale. <laughs> Holy smokes. All right, it says. Yeah, I can read I gotcha. Been a fan in California since 04. Finally visiting Denver early June. Read them. He needs them alive in the playoffs oh, so he them. can make a bar trip. He loves what we do. Ooh. Keep it up. Thanks, hey, Nick. You can make a bar you, trip Nick. either way, though. I'll just let you know that. You really yeah, we're not can. closing the bar. The bar will be open, and I'm sure we're going to come up with a whole host <laughs> of fun board things. the bar up. It's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? This is the homie, homie Brian, man. He's in all the time. And he's a fellow north, north side of How much Brighton. does a shout guy like Faku elevate guys like Austin? Uh, serendipity in full effect. Eee, viva los viva nuggets. Viva los nuggets, baby. Viva los nuggets, indeed. Um, how much does he elevate guys like Austin? Hmm, that's a good question. To be honest, I think Austin elevated himself yeah. tonight. I yeah. think there was a motivation layer there, and it, yeah. and it worked. Well, the, I mean, the elevation probably came in the fact that the Nuggets were just absolutely gobstomping the uh, Nick, the little Knickerbockers, and they could just come in and fire. They call them the Knickerbockers? No, the yeah. little, uh, little Knickerbockers. Okay. okay. Um, here's what I think about Faku. The more team-first guys you get together, like your star is Jokic is there, and then you've got you know Faku is another, like obviously he's looking to pass. Everybody knows that. It just snowballs, and I don't think it's an Austin thing. I think it's the whole team right now yeah. just feels good about what they're doing, and everybody's trying to pass and play for each other. And you know, but I think I think Faku deserves a lot of credit for that, right behind Jokic in terms of being a guy that I'm sure is fun to play with. Well, I'm curious what you think about that, Dev. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody alongside Faku is they just know that he's going to work hard, and also he's going to work hard to get them involved. In oh. any way. And, and it doesn't matter. He's not just like keying in on one guy. He's going to make the right play. Um, but also, I think that he, he also takes pride into he, he understands, like, with Rivers, like, in particular, like, we know this is a game that you're going up for. We know that you um, are on, you know, this contract or we need you to do better. I think that he could um, put him in better spots to score. And he's just also an unselfish player. And Rivers wants to score. So why not? have him play alongside him you know my thing with Faku is there weren't many this year but I guarantee you he did not take a single NBA practice for granted a single minute on that floor and that can happen in this league and I would imagine although it was a, a different year in this regard he was a great training camp and practice player from the jump mm. every day hey we're going to work you know hey, hey let's play this game hard and let's play this game together and for each other I see Harrison Wynn is setting up right now at Ball Arena I think getting his shot just right first as a oh, you know man. He's, he's like he's the Austin Rivers of this show what's that getting his shot right oh he did he's getting his shot right man <laughs> um mean before, before we bring him in though as we or as we bring him in who do you guys think had the most fire quotes tonight uh Michael Malone Austin Rivers uh Austin Rivers. That's a good guess. Austin Rivers is a quote. Oh, you're he's right. The, he's the quote man. I'll go Michael Malone. I think it's going to be Michael Malone. All right. All right. First, you guys. Harrison, Swirl. live from Ball Arena. <laughs> Welcome hey into the Winners Winners Lounge, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. My first question is, who won King of the Game? <laughs> uh, we we uh, gave it to JaVale McGee. <laughs> we gave it to Jokic. I probably would have voted Fasu. But you know, we gave it to uh, we gave it to Jokic. <laughs> Maybe Dozier. Maybe Dozier. That Dozier kid. Um, I'm glad you gave it to Jokic because Nikola Jokic played the best quarter of basketball I've ever seen him play tonight. Not even kidding. Not even kidding one bit. It, it, it was certainly up there at the very least. It also like the other quarters didn't matter. <laughs> that was such a good quarter that three fourths of the games didn't matter. Oh, dude, I was like kind of uninterested after the first <laughs> i was like checking my timeline like, uh, 
Um, so yeah, Jokic did in fact win it. Um, but tell us, what was the vibe like for this game, man? I mean, we were here at the bar, of course, but what what was it like watching it there at Ball Arena? It was such an interesting night. After that first quarter, man, I've got to feel like, you know, like when people see the Mona Lisa and they're like, there's nothing left to see. I saw that first quarter from Nicole Jokic and I was like, all right, I don't think I need to see anything else tonight. I'm done. Man, that was an all-time win. A plus time. You might have been have better than Jokic. I think Harrison's the king of the game. First off, have you, have you ever been to the Louvre? It is, there's a lot more to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how to rebound from this. That's it was an all-timer from Yoke, though. I still feel like I've seen him be better. I know this is weird, but I've seen him be better because I've seen the stakes higher and him be yeah. great. But nonetheless, maybe, in terms maybe, of pure domination. Maybe it was something about just watching it in person. Because oh, maybe. it it wasn't just like the 24 points. It was the focus, the aggressiveness, just uh, the absolute dominance that he had, like offensively, defensively on the glass, just shoving people out of the way. Like that dude was on a freaking mission. So I, I wonder, they, they dropped a game. They needed a rebound game, you know, bounce back game. And on top of that, you lost PJ Dozier after losing all these other guys. Do you think that Jokic approached this game as in a, I need to show the guys that we're okay. I think he did. He was asked about that in the post game. He said he did not, but <laughs> I really think he that loss against the Lakers like really bothered him, because um, that was like such an ugly game. I mean, he probably looks down at the stat sheet and sees they had what eighty nine points against the Lakers, and yeah. is like, "What? <laughs> A team led by me is not supposed to score only eighty nine points, no matter who I have around me." So right. I I think that was definitely behind it. All right. Well, you you texted the group chat that there's some fire, Holy fire, and so I am ready to hear this fire. I we know. will start with Michael Malone. Is Michael Malone spitting fire? Not as much there as Michael saw. Porter or Austin Rivers was. Oh, Malone has some all good right. Well, let's get too. through Michael Malone first. Let's get through Michael Malone. We'll tease it out. <laughs> so, first off. Um, I don't know if you guys have been on like the zoom calls a ton to pick this up, but there's a couple reporters from Argentina right. who are always asking about Faku, of course. So Michael Malone comes to, I guess not the podium. He comes to the laptop and he goes, I want to start off with uh, Esteban from Argentina. I want to start off with that question. <laughs> so he, he was getting the Faku stuff out of the way uh, right off the bat, but he said, like, Faku is amazing, one of the smallest players on the court, listed off his stat line. And then he said, like, we talk about not judging a book by its cover. Faku's a living example of that. Uh, I mean, like, nine rebounds for a 5'10 guy, and there's no way he's even 5'10". It's yeah, no an incredible effort from him tonight. Nine rebounds or two blocks? What was more impressive? That's tough. Two I'll say block shots rebounds. from a tiny guy is like yeah. insane. Right, but nine, nine rebounds is a lot also. Yeah, <laughs> it's a toss up. All right, what else Malone have to say? So he's he's feeling some Faku love. Did he have anything else for Faku? Uh, he was just kind of talking about the resiliency of this team. And, and I thought his best quote about that was, that's who I am. That's who this team is. Um, we've built what we have and we believe in what we've built. And I mean, I feel like a real underrated aspect of the Nuggets resiliency is 
Michael Malone. Like that dude is a fighter, man. He he is like so resilient. He's such a competitor. He wants to win every single quarter of every single game. He was pissed off again in the fourth quarter that the uh, end of the bench let the Knicks like make it a 20 point game. Um, I feel like he just got a lot to do uh, with the resiliency. And then he was talking about Nicola and the resiliency. He said, some guys run from it. I think he embraces it. I think he's at his best when his back's against the wall and when no one's given us a chance. Yeah. I love it, man. I also love that the chat has really embraced Fasu as his new nickname. Dude, the great, the best one that I can't believe I haven't thought of before is Fasu Sampazo. <laughs> also, apparently, when the chat agrees with you, Mona Lisa underwhelming. I didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's no, not his said, point. No. His point was the opposite yeah. that he it's so that overwhelming. You've seen enough. Yeah. You can just move on. Oh, right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's the opposite yeah. of what he said. I have to say, not my favorite thing at the Louvre, but uh, it's all right. Are we back? Cancel Harrison. Cancel Harrison is back, baby. <laughs> hashtag. Um, all right, what else I mean, we I got? just compared Nicole Jokic to the Mona Lisa. Like, I don't think I should be canceled for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Wynn. I thought it was great. Where, where else should we go? Uh, anything else from Malone? Uh, the other couple things Malone said on Shaq Harrison, he thought, Shaq Harrison was big in the second half. He thought the starters kind of came out a little lethargic. And then he just made stuff happen. Like, it feels like every couple possessions, Shaq Harrison's getting a deflection or something. And then he was talking about Austin Rivers, how he knew he'd make shots because he'd done it before. And Malone said that he thinks now that Austin knows he's going to have such a big role, 30 minutes a game or so, he feel like that has kind of calmed him down a bit. And is the reason the shots finally fell tonight. That's interesting. That's really interesting, especially in the backdrop of guys will be returning, we think, Monte Morris. And I wonder if that means that that will complicate things, as we sort of talked about. But I am glad to see that he made some shots tonight. I thought it might be a Knicks thing, more a little revenge game from him. But I'll just tease that. I'm sure we're going to get to that. Where do you want to go? Go to the – did Jokic talk? Uh, Yes, Jokic talked as well. Um, He had – unbelievable quote on Michael Malone. This might be in contention for quote of the night, actually. I kind of forgot this when you were asking who was the most fire. Wow. But Nicole Jokic on Michael Malone, quote, the guy gave me everything. The guy gave me the freedom. He led me. He showed me the way. And we built a great relationship. It's more than basketball. It's six years of building something together. Man. Mm. I'm going to be back, guys. I need a moment. <laughs> I'm telling people that like we're still even in existence <laughs> as recently as a week ago. As recently as currently. They've got to be looking at this and be like, you know, Jokic and Austin and all the guys are wrong. I'm right. Fire Malone. <sighs> Hilarious, oh, man. What a I great know. vibe. Did you, did, you ever, in Denver, man. did you ever find that, that tiny little cigar that you were going to smoke? <laughs> <laughs> no, I left it in my other jeans. All right, where do you want to take us now, Wind? Uh, I want to go to Austin Rivers because you were kind of teasing the Knicks thing. And it was definitely a revenge type game on the Knicks. Um, He was asked about if if, like he took this game more personal. And he just pretty much simply said tonight felt good. Tonight felt really good. Uh, That was a good one. Uh, He said it was more special because of how we played. We dominated the whole game. It was almost as if the whole team took it personal. It felt like they had my back. Um, so he kind of tried to hide it, but I mean, this was definitely a revenge game. He was talking to the the Knicks bench. I mean, he really wanted to play well tonight. 
because I don't think it was um, that great of an exit uh, for him in New York. But kind of what I was talking about with Malone saying that now that he has such a defined role, he's got 30 minutes a night, that's going to make him feel comfortable. I thought this was really interesting from Rivers. He says that like when he first got here, he just kind of went out and he was playing not to mess up. He was just trying to fit in, not trying to mess up, trying to make a good impression. And then he said, after you play five or six games, you find yourself and and you realize you've just got to be yourself and you just got to be aggressive. And he kind of went on to say, that's what's been so special or a part of what's been so special about being with the Nuggets. Like they've been telling him to be himself, to be aggressive the whole time he's been here, even when he was struggling. And he just said, like, I just feel kind of lucky. This is a quote from him. I just feel lucky to be here and thankful to be here. I don't take this shit for granted. Every game I go out there and play hard as hell, when you get something taken away from you and you're sitting at home for a month or two, you're watching guys on TV, it changes you. So um, Austin Rivers, man, is like my favorite. Got so much wisdom. He's got so much wisdom. I like that he brings the swears to the postgame. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's, that's a little trick I use every now and again to spice up this uh, postgame show. You're the Austin Rivers <laughs> of this group. I think uh, yeah. it's cool when you look at RJ Hampton, you know, going to Orlando and he's saying nothing but great things about Denver. You see, like, Austin Rivers gets traded and, like, obviously doesn't have these same feelings. And that's a testament, I think, to the teams. You see this so often. A guy gets traded and they're like, F this, F that. Not only did R.J. Hampton get traded and be like, I get it, and I really appreciate it. I learned so much from Denver. They did so much for me. And then Austin Rivers comes here and immediately is like, this is the best culture ever. It's amazing. It really, man, we're so lucky. I, Malone and Jokic. I mean, Tim Connolly brought all these you know, folks in here, but but Malone and Jokic, I think, have to get credit for this. Well, and, and this is where the Jokic-Duncan comp lives, I think. It, it, yeah. It's a that's culture the thing, I mean, that's the thing is that Tim Connolly – brought those guys in like you said like he only brings in guys that are good guys like he yeah. doesn't he came in when when tim conley first came in he had a super toxic locker room so he had toxic. nate robinson he had yeah. then he had brian shaw like he didn't know how to talk to millennials was reading a book on how to do it My was God. wrapping the game notes to his players because they wouldn't read it like and then he just and anytime you hear tim Connolly talk like you're like i want to hang out with that guy like so bad like you could just tell that his personality reflects in the people that he brings yeah. on. And then you just have solid individuals that Michael Malone is just the absolute right guy. Nikola Jokic is, as has been pointed out by somebody, me, he's the top human. He is the top human. And all it all waterfalls down from there. Just a, a, a very strong culture through and through. All right. When, where are we going next? So I got two more with Austin Rivers, just yes. kind of on the nuggets telling him to be himself and that trust that he's got with Malone and the organization. And he said, I can't even describe the trust. He said, it's been a lifesaver for me. I've never experienced an organization like this. It's always about we and not me. And then he says, he just told Malone, like, I know we've got Monte coming back. Um, We're hoping to get Will back. Like no matter what role I'm playing, I'm just going to be playing hard. One thing I've learned, this is a quote from him, is positive energy defeats everything. It's so much easier to live life happier. It's so much easier to live life positive. I was like that guy in high school. You know, I was that number one guy. I used to want to be an all-star, but I know who I am here. We've got an MVP here. We've got Mike here. Like, I know I'm here to just kind of play my role. Dude, 
He's all in. I'm telling you, he's Mr. Nugget Energy. Like he's got all the good stuff. Does he want a podcast <laughs> on the DNVR network? Like, I'm, I'm gonna get an Austin Rivers jersey. Does he want, this, does he want this show? <laughs> he might get a tattoo. <laughs> I, just hair the D, new DNVR post game is just Harrison Wynn and Austin Rivers live from Ball Arena. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, man. This is just music to my yeah. ears. I love it. It's awesome. I mean, MPJ also spoke tonight and. He had a couple classic, a whole couple classic MPJ lines. Um, he was talking about how he's been a fan of Austin Rivers. He said when he was growing up, which really made me feel old. Like he's <laughs> a guy who he really liked watching growing up. Uh, he said Austin has one of the coldest mixtapes ever. Um, he talked to me extensively how difficult it was for him in New York. So he told me coming into tonight how aggressive he was going to be. And he was trying to get those dudes back. <laughs> I love it, man. Revenge. Revenge. And then the other great uh, MPJ line from tonight, he was talking about Jokic's 24-point first quarter, and he said, when he's going like that, we just get to chill. Chill and let him go to work. No big man in the NBA can guard him one-on-one, so we just let him go to work tonight. That's so awesome, man. I wonder what Michael Porter thinks of, you know, it sounds like he struck up a relationship with Austin Rivers. It sounds like those guys really, you know, have connected at least to some degree. And I wonder what Michael Porter thinks hearing these quotes because Porter hasn't had the easy path. And by all accounts, he's bought in. But I wonder if, you know, everybody has to have the grass is greener on the other side. What if I was the number one option, this or that? And I wonder if talking to guys coming in like Austin Rivers and maybe even Jermichael Green and being like, you know, a lot of situations in the NBA actually suck. And you you might yeah. think you want this thing, but like what's here is really special. And I just wonder if, how much Michael Porter's absorbing that and being like, maybe I should count my blessings because I'm actually in a place that's, that's pretty perfect. No, totally. I I mean, Austin Rivers, like I said, has so much wisdom. He's been at like really high points in his career when he was coming into the league as a top 10 pick. And he's been at really low points. Like he was for the last two months before coming to Denver. So I think he's got a great perspective Um, perspective that Porter could, could probably use. Yeah. I love it. Anything else from the arena tonight? That's all I got. Um, I kind of said at the top, I was just, I was blown away after that first quarter, man. That was, maybe you had to be here. I don't know if because I was watching it live. I mean, no, it was, Harrison, it was very yeah. special. You got here. a leg to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not, you're not, you're not it was unbelievable, man. Uh, that shit was crazy. Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And the what? Knicks are frauds. I've, I've been telling you guys this on the pod for like the last month. <laughs> the Knicks frauds. are frauds. They're like an Eastern Conference defensive team who's going to go nowhere in the playoffs. One round and out. You saw it tonight. Wow. Well, they look like that tonight thanks to the our Denver Nuggets. Harrison, get home safe from the arena. Thanks for the great stuff tonight. He's already out of here. He's already out of here. <laughs> well, like he's, he, has he ever beat he said, has he ever beat you from taking him off the show? That's wild. <laughs> Well, you can cue up that outro music. <laughs> Guys, the vibes are absolutely immaculate. Do we have the Vibes Immaculate shirt still on that computer or no? No. Well, you can still buy it. This is a great night to buy the Vibes are Immaculate shirt. Yeah, dude. Things were looking a little bit... Uh, vibes. They looked immaculate, for sure. They looked very immaculate. <laughs> they're back, though. Man. The Vibes are back. Uh, they're absolutely back. You guys can become a DNVR member, a subscriber. You can catch the list. You can catch the grades. You can catch Harrison's work and all our work behind the paywall. Um, you get member-sized beers. You can do all that stuff if you want. You also support us if you become a member. And then you get a free shirt. That's a, a way I really highly recommend to do it. Or you can just check out our merch shop and check out whatever you want. But this was fun, guys. I 
I love this Nuggets team. I kind of want to hang out with you. I know it's a Wednesday. I, I know it's like Wednesday. I know. I'm like, gonna go home, really, go to bed now. I don't know. Weird. Can we just like, can we just like hug for a while. <laughs> kind of feel like we can it. wait till the cameras are off. <laughs> All right, we'll or we can do that. it right De- now. Devin, you have any final words? Um, I'm ready to do this again. <laughs> Friday, Friday night. <laughs> Who's even in town? Brooklyn. Ooh, a real test. A real test. Holy Is it Brooklyn? It's Brooklyn, right? Then Utah. No, uh, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, so it's Utah next. What are you exactly. Here we go, baby. How are you not ready? Woo, I'm ready, wow. baby. I'm ready. Don't forget, guys, check out Keeping It 1000 podcast with George Carl. You can watch it on YouTube or you could listen to it as a podcast. Don't forget, subscribe to the Denver Nuggets podcast because we don't always just do these live shows. We also do podcasts. And we're going to see you Friday, guys, right back here. Can't wait. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about Hassle Hassle Cattle Company and their Wagyu beef. We brought you that damn good beer. Now we're serving damn good beef. And you can get Wagyu beef at the DNVR bar. All you got to do is order a burger. They were already delicious. Now they're Wagyu. That's even better. Our Our man Ricky does them right in the back, medium rare. That's what's up. Make sure you come through and check it out for yourself. Hassle Cattle Company, absolute best source for farm to table Wagyu beef in the country. Um, They're affordable. And, and, and that's what they market themselves on, affordable. That's why they call themselves the blue-collar beef, baby. Head to castlecompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, cattlecompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's DNVR10 for 10% off. And, hey, if you're feeling wild, any orders over $200, free shipping. So check them out. We promise you, you won't be disappointed.